Hello. Welcome to Betch Slats. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen. And I'm Jordana. And you have all three of us this you time. Finally. All three. This was the it's surprise so from last week. It's Jordana, be more enthused. <laughs> she has a migraine. I have a little bit of a migraine, so I might I'm I'm gonna bring more energy next time, but um But we're, we're still excited that's Jordana's tagline. I'll bring more energy, energy next time. time. <laughs> that's her that, that's her real housewives tagline. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> What's mine? I'm Jordana and I'll bring more energy next time. <laughs> I didn't like that your voice dropped an octave when you well, were because just I, that doing was just an impression my way, of me. That was just my way of, because well, right now you have low energy. People of low energy aren't like speaking at high octaves. Fair. <laughs> What's yours, Sammy? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't come I up with it on it. the spot. I can't really come up with yours either on the spot. Yeah. Um, well, what's going on, guys? We haven't seen each other for like two minutes. I know. It's my birthday tomorrow. I know. It's Sammy's birth week. Yes. So uh, it's been the, very exciting. The blessed week. So what are you doing? Going to dinner tonight Where at the pool. Okay. Which oh, right. actually, which Jordana I informed me, and this is surprising that she was the one to I know, inform right? me of this. What? That but Mark Jacobs got married there this weekend. Yeah, Last duh. Weekend, yeah. But there. But Jordana knew that. Oh, oh, that's the part yes. that's shocking. Well, you, I, knew <laughs> right. before, I knew it before you did. Yeah, she knew before me. So she told me. Do you think they're going to have any leftover decor? Well, his husband was wearing, I think, one of the chicest, the chicest green velvet, green velvet mm-hmm. suit. Like I, love velvet. I would make my whole, I would love a car of green velvet. Like it's I beautiful. love green velvet. So, yeah. So I'm hoping that the suit is. So no you're around. going to dinner with Avi. Yes. And and what are you most excited for? Um, honestly, going to that place because I had you're sitting w- I wanted next to, to go the there. pool. We better. There be. is a pool. There's an actual outdoor pool. or indoor. No, it's indoor. not like a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> you don't swim in the pool. You, you know just that know. restaurant with the big square in the middle? It's the former Where? in Midtown. It's the former Four Seasons, which is actually why we're going because like my grandpa I don't was. Think ups- I've ever been. No, I haven't either. It's very expensive and like fancy. Very but fancy. my grandpa always was like, we like we we got to go there. I'm going to take you there one day. But then he passed away, so he never did. Oh, <laughs> but, this, not to bring the mood down, but now we're going. So it's, it's so very sweet. nice. That's yeah. exciting. That'll be so fun. Did you I'm look up excited. the menu before like normal? Are you going to have cake? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if their desserts are like a little too fancy, because you know I like simple desserts. They I are. May. They have fancy I desserts. I didn't know you Depends. like simple desserts. Yeah, you, yeah, you did. Like plain cake, not like fancy, weird, yeah. tart, like tart, tart, tart The last I talked about cake with you, you were talking about some elaborate wedding cake you were thinking That's of That's a wedding cake. <laughs> <laughs> Cake is her simple passion, Jenna. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I thought cake was her passion. I didn't know simple cakes was the passion. Like like funfetti, the closer simple, to <laughs> simple. The, the, ca- the magnolia cake at your engagement party. Oh, we didn't tell everyone on Diet Starts tomorrow, but basically we didn't record Diet Starts tomorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. We have to tell everyone on Diet Starts. Basically that. Um, at the end of the party, it was just me, Sammy, and her mom standing over the garbage eating the cake that no one had eaten. <laughs> <laughs> it was just us. I didn't even know there was cake. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you did. You were literally standing next to me in the pictures when it was brought out. I think I was a little drunk at that point. My memory, okay, um, you're I in the pictures, out. like looking on as the cake is the being cake brought is out. You're the massive. only person in the picture besides it's me. Really? Massive. Really and funny. then I see Sammy like making a little sliver for herself over there n- near the bar, and I'm like, all right. I'm going to need a bite of that. So I go over and I take the knife that like I just take from the bartender and I just start chopping away, taking a small piece, putting it in my hand. And the guy's like, do you want a plate? I go, no. (laughs) And then your mom moseys over and it's just the three of us picking at this cake. And it was very appropriate. It was appropriate, but delicious as fuck. So I didn't really eat much at the actual party, but then the next day it was like around and I was hungover and I literally made myself sick. And then we went sake bombing and I couldn't even like (laughs) eat anything at the sake bombing, even though it was was all good there. Okay. 
but it was all you can eat and every bone in my Jewish body was screaming, eat, <laughs> get You're your body's worth. Yeah, <laughs> You're yeah, paying for it. right. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, that is the Jewish. It's the Jewish food guilt. Right, like your plate. I, I was literally stuffed, painful, could not eat anything. Yeah. I could barely like even sake bomb from what I had eaten that day hungover. She could barely even <laughs> sake bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have the violin ready. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. bombs were not as enthusiastic <laughs> as I would have wanted them to be. Wait, guys, can we talk about that sake bombing place? Yeah. It was too ridiculous. old for the okay. shit. I think that place that we'd been there, we had been there for another friend's birthday. Um, that was that place yeah the same place but yeah. it got it has gotten like younger and the food it's funny no we were just that young when we no, went no no it wasn't that it wasn't like a rager like this like there wasn't like music speakers like blasting there weren't like frat guys like screaming their fraternity chants like it was not it was really fun it though. was like yeah. a, it was like a disco rager situation but like it wasn't like that the last time i think the food got worse the food and the was partying got more intense disgusting the that sounds <laughs> great honestly though the funniest part to me was like besides the, all the situation was watching like the seamless guys go back and forth because like imagine you you're sitting at your couch at home like quiet knowing that this is where place. you're getting your fucking sushi from like imagine just thinking like you call the restaurant to say like hey excuse me forgot to send me spicy mayo meanwhile in the back you hear like sake bomb or like <laughs> they were chanting like some kid in the frat has a boner Here's i was like brother. Yeah. <laughs> andrew has a boner, boner. yeah Honestly, I felt like that was really fun for 15 minutes. And then I like felt very aware of my age. (laughs) I I would have been fine partying like that with people like our age. Right. But our people our age would feel different. They would. Yeah. But they would still like if you've ever been to like Bagatelle, it's like kind of the same thing. It's just like people like like older. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think Bagatelle is like different than this. This is like there's shit all over the table. It was just disgusting. Yeah. It's like a lower. It's like a not as high class. You wouldn't be like wrapping paper towels around your head as like. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But you might be like having like you might be like. Like swigging a champagne bottle, like by no, yourself but like there, at least they give you plates different. to it's put your edamame shells. It's like the same same concept. <laughs> it's just like less yeah. fancy. No, but really, there was they, nowhere to they put your edamame shells. Like they were just like put it on the table, and we would never have said that in when we were young. We'd be like, great, lots of food and alcohol for cheap. Yeah, I, exactly. I feel like this is a great segue into the article that we wanted to talk about today. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, right. So yeah. Sammy is the one who read it. So tell us. <laughs> Tell us okay. what it's both said. So there was an article in The Atlantic that got a lot of heat. And it was basically the title was like, are millennials sick of drinking? And the writer essentially, it was like more anecdotal. And then she used some statistical evidence to basically show that like more millennials are like sober curious or like trying to drink. Sober curious. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, that's a, like real a real thing. thing. I didn't know that was a thing. I feel like it's, it's yeah. a DS. Yeah. It's it, like, it's, it's like a thing. wellness thing. Like sober being, curious. Yeah. Yeah. It's people who are not becoming sober because they have an alcohol abuse problem. Like it's okay. not like you're AA person. Like mm-hmm. you're just doing it. You're just like, curious about the lifestyle of being sober. Like you just want to be sober because right. you just choose, like you just don't want to drink, but it has nothing to do with like having a drinking problem. Okay. And a lot of people, more people are doing that. They're saying like, there's a lot of reasons like, like why like that could be happening okay people are less social but so it was kind of one of those millennial articles about millennials are killing you know the wedding industry even though like not from what i've seen yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah so that was the article it went very viral it was like a must read on the atlantic ever heard of it 
And then recently, there was, <laughs> recently. heard about the Atlantic like a year ago. <laughs> I know. It's okay. That's Followed great. all great, of their Facebook great, channels. Great newspaper. <laughs> I swear I get all my news new, now. This amazing new website, guys. <laughs> the Atlantic. <laughs> Have you guys heard of this thing? The New York Yeah, and then Times. I look at it. It's like, oh, founded in like 1845. <laughs> 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 I'm really behind. It's like pre-Civil War newspaper. Yeah. Um, okay, wait, okay so, so then there was the rebuttal. And the rebuttal was called like, no, millennials are not sick of drinking. And the person was... Wow, powerful statements. <laughs> <laughs> and the person was basically... I didn't think that the person was making a case for why millennials are not sick of drinking as much as they were making a case for why the Atlantic article was like not statistically sound and like anecdotal and that it was like she I think she was more dragging the fact that it was one of those like trendy millennials are killing X thing. Right, well, that was my first thought when I, when I saw yeah, it a it little bit. It was like a catchy title. Yeah, it was. Like, I agree. It was definitely a catchy title. But again, I do but think that like she does have a point. Okay, well, I didn't read the article, but could it be that millennials are drinking less because we're just getting older, older and yeah, we're not that's in college? What I think. And yes. we're not, but like, isn't that just sort of like every that's age a, group drinks yeah, a little like, less? It's exactly like saying the baby boomers right, are drinking like really, less than yeah. they were in yeah. 1974. Like, okay. of course <laughs> they are. Yeah. That's, what the, that's what the Slate article was saying is like, like, but she was also saying like generations aren't really a thing. The only thing a generation has in common is that they're aging together, which I don't know if I agree with. I do like, think the time you're born does affect like culture. But at the same time, like I don't think. That well, I think the, the how you're born to felt like not how like physically like C-section yeah. or vaginal, but like <laughs> I mean though. like the environment and the culture in which you grow up and yeah. like talk to your friends and how you communicate dictates mm. the, the way that you are and right. dictates your um what's it called generation so yeah for that reason i didn't really like totally agree with either article like the first article i was like yeah maybe some millennials are like maybe there is like a sober curious community and that is something people are doing like we literally were just recording diet stars tomorrow with max lugavere and he said like a lot of people in la like don't drink as much mm-hmm. like maybe like some of them smoke more they're more health conscious like it's just a different way so i do believe that there is like maybe a slight trend towards like some people relaxing their drinking habits but I, then it's like I are you guys I'm, sick of drinking honestly like yeah yeah i get like mm-hmm. a little bit sick i get i have well, no tolerance compared to what i used to have and it makes me feel really shitty yeah. the tolerance is definitely lower i feel like i'm sick of binge drinking yes I'm not sick of drink. I'm not sick of like having like a couple of glasses of wine like at like at night or during dinner or something like that. I or like having a cool like margarita, whatever. But I I'm sick of like drinking to like and then like feeling like terrible the next day because I drank too much and I was like at an event where I was drinking too much. I felt that for a very long time. I've always sort of just been like like back when everybody was pre gaming. I was like, why the fuck are we doing this like still in the city mm-hmm. i'm like we're sitting here waste getting wasted just to go out for like 10 minutes you Jordana know i was like queen of that i need i need yes. to prolong my night like it needs to be worth it at the end of the day like why am i drinking and ingesting all of this shit it needs to be worth it in the end of the day so like i'll pick and choose when i want to drink more heavily than when i don't like decide when it's worth it so the other day so i had like all these plans like rusty and i wanted to go to dinner like on a wednesday then uh, another then we also had like wanted to have boozy brunch and then then we had the sake bombing and i like texted i was like listen i'm down to do all these things but like let's just pick one like i don't need i don't want to 
I don't want to go out and drink. I'd rather stay home and make a healthy meal and like save some money and just be like a fucking sensible adult, <laughs> you know? Right. Do you but I don't think, I don't even consider, I th- when most of the times that I'm drinking, like casually, I'm not like going out and like spending money and doing, I'm like having like a, gla- like a, I'm like drinking yeah. and watching no, a movie. No, I mean like going to dinner. Like oh, I never like whatever. drink at home. I never drink at home uh, either. Never. We have so much alcohol from the engagement party left. Really? And like, honestly, that alcohol is going to go to the grave with us. Because I prefer to drink at home. I never drink at home. Not like, like alone, but like. No, like I yeah. never, I really like rarely ever have a drink in my own house. Really? Like, like we'll have a bottle never, of wine yeah, that we open. Rare. I don't even finish the glass. And then like it goes to waste. Like, oh, I'm not this, this very different, but <laughs> I, I mean, like I to go out. Yeah. Like, I would do that more before. Like, I don't know. But then it's what, not like I won't do any of these things. It's yeah. just more like what I find myself doing less of right. because I don't want to as well, much. Well, those are the times that I like drinking the most, actually. Like, if I'm home with Mike and we're like, it's like a Friday night, we're not going out, we're just like, we're like hanging out, we're watching, yeah. movie. maybe we'll have like some cheese and wine or something like that. Right. And that's just like the night's activity. you guys haven't moved in together. Well, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Like, maybe that's yeah. because of that. Because yeah, like, what, definitely because that. Like our, because when we were uh, talking about this before, it's like when you... When you're hanging out and you're not living together in your yeah. relationship, you're hanging out with a purpose. So like, there's an right. activity. To, you to need spe- an activity, right. right? And that's like, part, I mean, it's not that's not like an activity activity, but it's like, oh, it's it Friday. It Let's is. watch a movie. Well, that's an activity. It's a, yeah. it's, okay. it's it's a, a plan you made to do something together. Uh, yeah. Another. Do you not do that anymore? <laughs> you're no, we me. we don't. No, it's not that we. <laughs> now it's just healthy meals. All the time. <laughs> no, but it's it's I've, healthy I, meals and dog walking. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, yes, but we also like go on date nights and like go out and have date nights and go that that to me is right. also fun. I mean, we will right. stay home and like have a glass of wine, but like then I'll also make that a date night because when you live together for a long time and I haven't even been living with him for that long, you have to like make it a point to spend time together. Outside otherwise, of the apartment, no, you're in also okay. in because otherwise you're just too. What's that phrase? Cohabitating. Ships in the passing of the night. <laughs> Two you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> otherwise, you're just sort of living next to each other, mm-hmm. not even in the same space, but you're just sort of being individual, which is fine for most of the week. Right. But you have to set aside time to like. So so going lo- back to healthy yeah. meal eating, like <laughs> I'll cook something really delicious and we'll have the wine and we'll make the date night at home. Right. Yeah. I love doing that, too. Here's an here's another reason so that you say that you do that with Mike and totally. The reason I don't do that is because Avi and I prefer to smoke weed. So it's oh, like, okay. so it's like that's that is to us that's the, the thing that thing we'd rather you. do. Like, I don't know. I just enjoy, I feel better on it. I feel less yeah. shitty the next day. I feel like I can function. Whereas really? like, I'm the opposite. If, I'm, yeah. if I smoke I the next day, I'm like, I I'm don't hung even, over. Yeah. We just I'm have different like, reactions to I it. I feel but like very, confu- I feel like very confused all day almost. <laughs> like a, it takes like, like, like you're sitting in a right, fog. Right. It takes me like two days to not be like confused or like I'm forgetful or like th- things. It's just kind of like, it's I like relaxing, yeah. but it's all, it's like too relaxing. I'm like, I need to be sharp. I can only smoke on the weekends. See if I'm like <laughs> drinking in my apartment. I before game night at your apartment. Yeah. <laughs> that's so it's a wild night till 3 a.m. <laughs> okay, like if I'm drinking that was in my so house. so funny. You were like, leave. <laughs> and Mike's she like, one more game. <laughs> she wanted to make healthy meals and walk the dog. Not at 3 a.m. I wanted to go to the fuck then, to oh, sleep. And then someone ordered a pizza and you were like, no, no. everyone, please leave and don't order any food here. <laughs> so I can't have game night. Yeah. You were like wrapping up the pizza as soon as it got here. Like, you take this pizza and you take this pizza and you take this and pizza. Then, Somebody I saw somebody perusing it might have been you Netflix. I'm like, no, not a movie. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fun. We should do that again. 
We still have to. One yeah. of your guys' new apartments. We can yes, do my apartment, but like you guys have to you promise to be out by our, our beds. <laughs> So you've heard us talk about Framebridge. It's honestly like the best solution to putting art on your walls, especially when you have things that you photography you've taken or yeah. Instagrams that you've you had. You just got married. You want to put your pictures up. You want to develop them and put them on your wall, create a beautiful gallery wall. Well, Framebridge is honestly the best thing that you could do because it's really easy and it's affordable and it's a great way to frame your things. Yeah, it's really awesome. You basically like instead of you paying hundreds of dollars that you'd pay at a frame store, their prices started $39 and all shipping is free and our listeners get 15% their first order at framebridge.com when they use our code BETCH. You can preview your item online in any frame style and choose your favorite or get free recommendations from very talented designers. Their expert team will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door ready to hang. Yeah, I went on a trip with all my friends and I really wanted to hang a few pieces sort of next to where I get dressed. Just it's like a cute little reminder of just like getting dressed and having Mm -hmm. fun. And so I went to Framebridge. They told me which frames would look good with like the coloring of my photo. And I did it. And I have these like small, cute pictures on my wall. And it was honestly like the easiest, best experience. That sounds so cute. Am I in them? Um, Yeah, you're in one of them. So get started today. Frame your photos or send the perfect gifts for weddings, birthdays, and special events. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code BETCH. You'll save an additional 15% off your first order. So go to framebridge.com, promo code BETCH. Framebridge.com, promo code BETCH. But it's like, yeah, I just think that when you're, okay, when I'm drinking in my apartment or like really, like if I'm just kind of like not thinking about the quantity, like I'll be bumbling around, like bumping into doors. Like it's like, I can't like handle, yeah. like I'll just be, it'll just become like, I'll get bored and like maybe want to start a fight or like, yeah. Right. You know? Well, yeah, to me drinking just go now to has to be like an activity. I can't do it like just in a casual setting. Like a casual, yeah. I mean, I can, yeah. but I find it pointless. But that's why I would not become one of these like sober curious people or like so, right. like, Same. because it's like, I just don't feel a need to be like, I am not drinking. Like, you know what? If I don't want to drink at a certain time, like I won't. Yeah. I right. do feel like as, as I've gotten older, and I think this is more about getting older than millennials necessarily. Yeah. Like, maybe we just have a better handle on like what we actually want to do versus like, what is the social pressure? Well, and like, when do we actually want to drink? So interesting you bring that up because it's literally what I've been working on with my therapist. <laughs> That's funny. I've I actually have had a similar conversation. I think it's our age. I think we all turned well, thirty this it year. It was funny. He was like, to "Turned yeah. and will turn." Jordana's still twenty nine. Will turn, but we're on the precipice I'm, of yes. the thirty. I'm twenty nine right now too. Oh right, tomorrow. I'm still twenty nine. What, what time are you? I'm born? in my twenties. Six forty five. Six thirty five in the morning. It, bitch. I'm in my twenties still. Yes. Well, anyway, it's what I was saying is that <laughs> I think at our eight at our. <laughs> old sensibly um we're starting to give less of a shit of what other people think of us and Mm. we're starting to become more individuals and really learn and understand especially us who have grown up in the same sort of crew so all of our opinions are shared like it like what your memories are part of my memories like some Mm. things that you may have experienced i think that i experienced but no it's because you told me that story so like a lot of it is like a cloud of shit shared shit yeah. so like it's been we're so like a little hard. community it's been so hard i mean it's great and amazing but at some point we have to actually know what figure out what we right. personally want well yeah, yeah that's i had a conversation with my therapist as yeah. well about that because i was getting like drunk and then i was getting like angry mm-hmm. um and he I was like well he's like he's like well <laughs> 
so like what's the difference between like and this was like a year and a half ago he's like so what's the difference between like how you drank now and how you drink in college and i'm like i don't know it's the same he's <laughs> like he's like have you ever like evaluate like just like thought about yeah thought about it and i'm like no like i've always just kind of just been like okay just like you just drink yeah until you like there's no more until alcohol you around you <laughs> like and, I, and he's like well maybe <laughs> that's so funny he's like maybe like like you should just like think about yeah like doing something differently <laughs> right i think part of like this, this experience yeah. of life is like att- attacking life a little bit more proactively and like being more in control of your own choices and uh, i know it sounds so fucking woo woo and lame but like or or old us would never be would be like oh like we said this before like you old ass bitches like what are you right. saying we constantly say things now that i'm yeah. like oh my Who god am Who am I? I? <laughs> but i think that like, that's the exciting i think this is what the most exciting part of getting older is, is like literally just determining like what you want. And then with time, you kind of figure out who you are, but not there yet. Right, it's right. more so just like what you want. But at the same time, though, it on occasion, it is fun to have just like a rager night. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm so you excited know? for my bachelorette. You right. Right. Like <laughs> your bachelor party should be a rager. Like it should obviously be insane because yeah. it's that that's the well, point. I of don't it. want it. I don't want all of us to like be. We, we're gonna uh, have like lit occasions. Yeah. You need two lit, yeah. two lit like instances l- per bachelorette party. That yeah. is the rule. And weddings a lit are, day and weddings a, lit are night. a great excuse to just like go ham. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I agree. Yeah, great. I'm so glad we're in agreement. <laughs> right. No, lit day, lit night. That those are the minimum requirements right. for a bachelorette it's not party. Like in every weekend. Situation. More than that, yeah. I think gets a little bit. People get tired and then they want to play it safe by not drinking as much the whole time. Yeah. Like I felt that way in Columbia a little bit. I was like, oh my God. But like, on the last night, but it's so right. funny because on the last night of Columbia, that was the night that I thought I was going to like really take it easy, just have a drink. And that was the Craziest. most rageous night that I had. That was just a very random night. But it was ragey. Yeah, it was. So guys, today we're sponsored by Open Fit. Open Fit is a brand new simple streaming service and it allows you basically to work out from home in your living room which you know we love it's as little as like 10 minutes a day or it could be longer depending on what you choose it's really really fun um so if you don't want to join a gym or you don't want to go to the gym this is a great alternative option um so they have so many different personalized types of classes. They have amazing trainers um, and you can sculpt your body with a trainer called Andrea Rogers. She's the founder of Worldwide Sensation Extend Bar. Um, or you can, there's another trainer called Hunter McIntyre who was Sports Illustrated as one of the fi- 50 fittest athletes. So I guess he's very fit. Um, and we, they're really complex but also pretty simple. So like you get, you get, the workout for what it's worth you know what I mean and you could do it on um, a smartphone your computer um, a tablet a Roku and it I, I feel like if you put in the work you'll get what you came there for absolutely open fit has changed the way that we work out and with our code betch you can join us on our fitness journey personalized just for you again use our code betch and start using open fit for your journey to a healthier life right now during the open fit 30 day challenge our listeners get a special extended 30 day free trial membership to open fit when you text betch to 303030 or 303030 um you'll get full access to open fit all the workouts and nutrition info totally free again just text betch to 303030 
So let's switch a little bit of gears. Talk about some pop culture shit, right? Okay. Like what's going on? Do you guys know anything that's going on? So <laughs> apparently Justin Bieber wrote a poem to Haley Baldwin yes, yes. on his Instagram. We um, have the poem Would here. somebody like to do a quick but but dramatic reading? Eileen said she does. I can try to do it quickly. But when did he write this poem? Do we I think know? it was like today or yesterday. <laughs> no, it's today. So this is an in real time poem. I'm speaking it as it comes out of Justin's mouth or Instagram. Justin's poem. Does it have a title? No one knows. Sunlight falls into the abyss, capitalized. Just like I fall into your lips. Waves crash onto the shore. My love for you grows more and more. <laughs> Sorry. Sound of the crickets a true meditation i think about you god's greatest creation as i fall into this blissful state i ponder on how you're my one true soul mate it's in all caps it's getting dark too dark to see is that a lyric That's again yeah. dark, dark too, too dark, dark to, to see a chilling breeze maybe embraces it's a song they me. share i think this is a song isn't a poem just no a no song, no guys a chilling breeze embraces me the smell of chamomile fresh from the garden my life is a movie that both of us starred. <laughs> <laughs> they light up the sky. This, reminds no, you me. This whole thing reminds me of Mr. Deeds. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know when he's reading the Hallmark cards. So. Sorry, I missed the line. Speaking of stars, I'm starting to see some. They light up the sky. Reminds me of my freedom. How big and how vast our world is around us. So grateful for God. We were lost, but he found us. That's nice. So I write the poem with him always in mind. Things all around us just get better with time. He capitalized just. I think that's where his name. I fall more and more in love with you every day. You have walked hand in hand with me as I continue to get my emotions, mind, body, and soul intact just started not to rhyme <laughs> yeah like is this like an haiku now you have given me so much strength support encouragement and joy i just wanted to publicly oh this is part of the caption i think yes this is no longer okay so i shouldn't i shouldn't read it like this yeah. i just wanted to publicly honor you and remind you that the best is yet to come have a great shoot today my love this is for a photo shoot. okay <laughs> first thought justin maybe text this to her yeah first or like thought. send an email right or write it down I'm always wary of like pub like extreme public displays of affection just because to me they signal you're like trying to prove something either prove something or like this almost seems like something you would do if you got into a fight and then you yeah. were like and you know what yeah. I mean and then he's like oh let me like show gesture right let me this is a like there's something like this is a reaction to something negative that he did that he's not stating and this is like almost like a consolation yeah, for that. I for I'm sure but they're also like immature kids. I mean, we're married. I don't know. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's it's funny. Like something about poetry, like there's something about it that kind of makes me like, ang like uncomfortable, like about poetry in general. Why? It's very it vulnerable. It's very, it's vulnerable. very vulnerable. Not because it rhymes. Wait, it's the rhyme it that almost makes it. Not all poetry should rhyme. It is, right. Right. I know. But it's like, it is, it is. Yes, it's something a little too vulnerable about that I'm yeah. like, I would never write someone a poem. Or maybe ever. I would. I don't know. I'd write a I letter. Would like, I would like show it to What's the, the difference. A letter is like different than a poem. A letter is vulnerable too. I've written letters I would, and letters I find I'm great with I love to give and receive a nice vulnerable I love a letter. Card. Yeah, I yeah. love a good card. Well written. But something about a poem just makes me feel like very awkward like there's this self-expression that comes out of the person writing the poem that like i almost can't handle like because you have to judge it on like artistic quality unlike a letter where you're just yes. like this is what the letter says yes exactly yeah, like but the letter the can be straightforward 
That's true. Fair. So the, he's a musician. He's Justin doing what he's... write his songs? I think maybe, like... I mean, he is very musically inclined. We all saw his movie. So, like... <laughs> oh, yeah. And, okay, when we were seniors in college, we went to go see Never Say Never, and it changed our lives. Yeah, honestly, I've never been we so brainwashed meter. Okay, were you life. there? I did not go see the movie because it was, like, a water for elephant situation. We oh. came back, and we were just screaming... We had the fever. Baby, baby. He was also, like... 15 at the time wasn't it was he? so honestly though i think they they just showed his like his true talent he was really talented when he's younger and i think that like he has some he has artistic abilities i don't think he writes his songs now ed sheeran writes most of his songs and so like you know some of this yeah he's talented that's, i'm not saying he's like it's a bad poem i'm not critiquing the poem i'm just saying like something i feel like about this could poetry. be written for anyone yeah. Yes. Right. Rihanna something about poetry. <laughs> but like just something about poetry. Like when I hear a po a per a poem from a person, like there's something about their own vulnerability that scares me. And and that's well, really because like, they're able to be that vulnerable. Maybe. I and just maybe because it's like, like I, I have this like urge to like be both like, oh how cute and also kind of make fun of it. Like I just, I just feel like he did something fucked up to warrant him doing this poem. It's funny that that's your assumption. I just feel it's just a little <laughs> bit too much. Like otherwise, like if you just had a spontaneous burst to express your joy to Haley, like text her this. It's like a public thing of like we are good. Here's a poem. This is like my over the top thing. And but like it's not you know like Colton how he's like like all, he's like a little cringeworthy like on Instagram. He's like constantly yeah. pushing him in the thing. It's like. What there's something going on here that like you need to try so hard at this or like for sure you're too proud of this or like there's something weird going you're on. You're trying in the to cover up. Okay, I I I see what you mean, but I think sometimes that when you like use that argument, you're basically assuming that everyone sees things and comes at things the same way you come at them. That's so true. maybe you would only think that a poem would be due or appropriate yeah, right. as a response to something negative. But maybe someone else thinks totally differently and they think a poem is like I have a, any Tuesday. I have a third opinion. Poetry Tuesday. <laughs> That's possible. I have a third, especially coming from a musician. I have a third opinion. This is actually... He has new music coming out mm -hmm. and he said that he's not. And this is a PR move to put some of the lyrics of potentially his first single out. Maybe it'll be called Haley. I bet you Haley's it will. Song. <laughs> Haley's yeah. song. Another. He can't take that from Eminem. <laughs> um, so I think that could also be maybe probably the most uh, the most realistic that actually option. seems quite because there's that whole thing about him saying that he's not releasing any music everybody wants him to but he's taking his health his health very seriously he he's looks very healthy these days i just want to say ever since watching real housewives of orange county <laughs> <laughs> and like all of these people life changing camera right? finding faith yeah i find that like like her spirituality or like anybody like i just find it so nice so, like, I don't, normally I would laugh, like, when I was younger, like, I would just look at all these idiots. Yeah. But, like, I just kind of find it to be, maybe Tamara isn't the most, the best example of it. But like Jesus I, Jugs. Jesus, exactly. Jesus Jugs. Jesus Jugs. But Someone, she calls, she calls another, another girl, girl, like, Jesus, Jesus oh, Jugs. She, she has like, big boobs. She had huge loves boobs Jesus. and she loved Jesus. That's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. I just find, like, people who find faith just, like, it's just nice. I don't know. I feel well, happy for them. I, I, whether their intentions are real or not. Well, it's funny because it's kind of like if you go to, if you've ever been to or heard of anyone who went to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting or like any of those things. Yeah. It's like there, there's a lot of religious stuff in there. Like it's a lot of like God-centered stuff, like the things that they recite in those meetings, mm -hmm. which are one of them is like, um, g give me the strength to like 
not change the things I cannot do or whatever yeah, the, right, that right. thing. I forgot what the actual thing is, but it's very like religiously focused. And a lot of that is because like people who are like have addictions or like doing yeah. bad things, like they need something else to sort of consume their life. There are people who are like, yeah. like to be in those, well, I also those things. Think and I think that religion is a great, almost like displacement thing. But I for almost that. don't even know if it's just like, re- I think even like Tamara says this. <laughs> As Tamara says, says, I know it sounds so absurd that I'm quoting Tamara, but she's just like, it lets me sort of puts me at ease with like life because I know that like it's not really in my hands. And I just I can relate to that. Not because like I'm I'm so fucking religious, maybe tiny bit spiritual, but this idea that you don't have to control everything because like you just let it go and then like positive things happen around you right you know, and i think that's a, get i think that's especially <laughs> comforting if you're like a person who might have been For comforted sure. right. by like substances well too. i think that definitely applies to justin and his <laughs> right. like he obviously has some yeah. sort of like relationship addiction with right. selena and also he was raised religiously yeah like right. this isn't like foreign thing to him like to him it's like very normal to like reach toward religion or faith as like something just, also just to bring this t- thing full circle just like the older i get it just appreciate more in yeah, that, in this it's act, you know, realm. it's actually really funny because I literally this morning had a conversation with a yeah. friend of mine where we were talking about religion for a totally separate reason, which maybe one day we'll get into on this podcast. Uh-huh. Um, but she was saying she was like, you know, I really find it interesting. She's like, I feel like so many people as they get older. And she said this just randomly. It's so weird that you're saying it yeah, now. Yeah. She's like, I find it so interesting that people as they get older try out new spiritual things and try out uh-huh. new religious things. And she's like, I just think that it's it's like a very common thing. Yeah. Hmm. And she actually, I'm really, so we I'd, like, <laughs> I'd like to look into Buddhism. now that it's trendy. Lean's going to do it. <laughs> you know that. Um, all right, let's take a quick break and do a dear batch email. I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's a big music festival coming up this weekend in Palm Springs. And Betches is going to be there with our favorite hair care brand, Tresemme. We'll be following along as Tresemme shows us all the best festival hairstyles. And if you want to follow along too, all you have to go to is at Tresemme because we'll be taking over their entire Insta. Yes, tune into Tresemme's Insta story on Friday, April 12th because Betches is taking over. We're partnering with Tress on their Tress Fest event, co-hosted with Rocky Barnes. We're super excited to be on the grounds of the festival this weekend. This is going to be really, really fun because we'll be showing you all the best festival hairstyles so you can head to Palm Springs looking flawless. Don't miss it. Again, that's Friday, April 12th. Tress my Insta stories. Betches is taking over. Dear Betches, I just have a lot of feelings. Hi, Betches. I love the podcast and the work insight you have. It's always so helpful and realistic for women in all different work environments. Because of this, I am coming to you for work help. I work in aerospace and defense. So with this, I unfortunately work with a majority of conservative white men. It's been relatively easy as most of these guys are extremely nice and usually very helpful. While there can be a, the typical male dominated workplace issue here and there, for the most part, it's a happy environment for me, except one thing. My team is all mostly remote so I spend 90% of my day on the phone with them and my relationship is all totally positive. Recently I've been running into an issue with a particular coworker who is too chatty about his political beliefs. It started small where he would mention Trump here and there and I s- stayed quiet on the phone and continued the conversation about work. When it started escalating to bashing Hillary Clinton and now was it 2016 and now every <laughs> they time will never shut the fuck up about and Hillary now Clinton. every time we're on the <laughs> Get phone used to it. he finds some way to talk about it it's to the point where he thinks we have a banter about it and he will say <laughs> did my boy trump shut down the border yet 
this is just like how Hillary lied. And I'll respond and act like I don't know what he's talking about and talk about work. And he will proceed to just talk about it with zero regard to me or what I may, may or may not think. It would bother me even if I had the same beliefs, which seriously I don't. It's extremely inappropriate and I would rather not go to our manager or HR as I'm contract and i don't want to ruffle any feathers majority of my job is getting along with people i also don't want to let anyone know my beliefs because it's really no one else's business in the work setting and i don't want that to affect my relationship with these people at work what should i do here is there a way to do this without creating a bigger issue i appreciate your help and the betches sub podcast really helps me get through my days with these crazies thank you politically fed up betch sammy okay (laughs) Oh, yes, as the resident political person and yes. the resident HR person. Yes, yes. both. Okay. This is your wheelhouse. Here's what, here's what I, would, I would tell politically fed up bitch to do. First of all, I'm with you, girl. Fuck these bitches. <laughs> and, like, the fact that they still bring up Hillary Clinton is just so patently absurd. You don't even want to hear me really go well, into cut, it. Like, yeah, get but, into the issues at hand. Okay, okay. But this is what I would do. I would ask politely next time he brings it up. I would say, like, would you mind just or we like would it be okay if generally on the phone you know when we're, we're talking about work if we steered clear of political conversation i think that is like a completely acceptable thing to say and here's just my fear though like i was thinking that that she should say that in the middle of the conversation but like this guy obviously will just like it'll sort of i think that will be a divisive comment to him i don't think because so. then he's gonna be like oh this fucking liberal bitch like and then like equate her like with women a snowflake he'll be like she's a snowflake she can't right, handle but it, it obviously but, that's, but, and then but it, it's not about but it's then, not but about that their it'll opinion affect, yeah but it does because then it affects their work environment it affects their well, work well if it does then you then she can go to, then HR. go to hr because yeah. honestly there's nothing that. wrong with saying like there are certain there are certain conversations that are just kind it's of just not tough. had right in certain situations and it's yeah. okay to be like i'm not having that conversation because it's just like kind of out of an appropriate situation for work that. And it's not right. something like, you want to talk about. If, like, let's say he was asking you about like your personal life in ways yeah, that you were right. offended or by. Or your diet. Yeah. Or you could be like, can I would just really like if we would stick yeah. to a work yeah. conversation and not and you could say like be like if, if you wouldn't mind like I would mind I wouldn't I would like if we just were able to steer away from conversations that are you know personal or about our beliefs you know whether it's politics or religion like po- not talking yeah. about politics and religion it used to right. be like a very normal thing yeah. to say. Yeah. Like you just don't talk about that with people and like my mom always said like don't talk about politics or religion with anyone which is funny because it's <laughs> all uh-huh. you do yeah um right. yeah it is um but i think you should say that and i think you just say it really respectfully you don't say like your beliefs bother me you yeah just right. say like i just don't think that we should I be like, having conversations i like during working work. with you yeah, yeah. Um, i mean i totally get it my okay so my dad is like a conservative um republican guy right and i know like he's a really sweet friendly nice guy and i know that whole like joke about that kind of stuff like at, he comes from an age too where people are like that's just kind of like more acceptable like it's more acceptable to like talk Say about racist shit right it's kind of like an out of like a what's, what's his name yeah. an al the, the bunker you know like the all in the family guy oh, archie, al, bunker. archie bunker archie yeah. bunker kind of situation where it's like they think it's like funny it's like a joke it's like yeah whatever not like being an I know that he'll like probably do that kind of stuff at work and he's like he's not doing it to be offensive he's doing it because he's like oh this is almost just like how people speak to each other it's like he thinks it's normal right he thinks it's normal it's like I have to continuously remind him it's not and especially when he's like talking to my my very liberal brothers it like creates a situation where like they don't think it's funny but he, no. he I don't think he's doing this to be offensive. I think that's like what he believes and he thinks that that's like this guy that is probably like my dad but if you were just like hey like I totally think like like 
it's totally fine for you to think what you want. Like, I have no problem with that. Like, I just, I kind of rather not discuss it. I think it, like you said. And you're saying it because it's at work. It's not like you're having a personal relationship and you're like, this is off limits. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's just kind of an inappropriate conversation for work. Like, and it's totally okay to say you don't, to put up a boundary about talking about politics at work. Like, Absolutely, I think it's just 100%. A sh- it's a shitty situation. Right. Yeah. And again, I think this guy is probably, I mean, it's not, you're on the phone and we haven't said anything about his age or his demographic, but I would imagine he's just like from that age where he thinks yeah. that that's like normal workplace back he's, and forth. He's probably over 50 years old. Yeah. He, it, oh, he comes a from a kind of like a white conservative background. Like he works in like aerospace and defense, which mm-hmm. is definitely a conservative industry. Like they're all getting paid off by the Republicans. Sorry. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not to talk about politics. Yeah. So it's just, it's okay. Just, I think right. that like, you couldn't really expect that he would be any other way. And I would also not be afraid to speak to HR if it gets really yeah. uncomfortable. Right. Like, just be, like, ju- that's that's kind and of what women have been doing. Like, let's make it nice. But, like, you know, there is a point to make a stand to make yourself be comfortable. Like, like we were talking about earlier, you should sort of take a stand for what you want and what, what makes you comfortable and, like, what your boundaries are. It's okay to set them. Yes. You don't have to be scared to just because you want to make nice with your coworkers. Agreed. Let's play a game. Let's play games. Do you guys like that? Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So our producer came up with this game called Guess the Celebrity Poet. Where are the answers? I have They're them. They're here. Oh, okay. They're in order, so don't mess up the order. Okay. So should we... So we're going to read an excerpt around. of a poem by a celebrity, and then we're going to guess who wrote the poem. It's like um, it's like a multiple choice. Okay. This is going to be fun. Let's, let's go around okay. the room to read. Okay. I'll start by reading okay. and then reveal the answer. Okay. Okay. Perpetuate your own death by smiling a lot. Supply, succumb, deny, everything. Always. Turtle. Android. <laughs> Pain. 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 Endeavor. Endless. End. Okay. The choices are <laughs> Snoop Dogg, Aaron Carter, Charlie Sheen, Dennis Rodman. I'm going to guess oh. Charlie Sheen. Perpetuate your own death. Yeah, this because it's such a weird rant, like the turtle. <laughs> Turtle and, the, and, the and it says deny everything too. Yeah, deny. Like so it's Charlie Sheen. Okay. I think I, I agree think. with you. That's what I was leaning towards. I don't know if he's saying deny everything. I think that's kind of like deny. It's saying perpetuate your own death by smiling a lot. Supplies <laughs> come deny everything. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's just, you know I think poetry. It just what is it? What is it? <laughs> it's. Charlie Sheen. Oh, yes. In 1990, he self-published a book of poetry. Oh, I'm not my surprised. Okay, your turn. I hope they read up. it on Real Houses, Beverly Hills. That was incredible. Tony's okay. Richards. All right. Turn. Number two. I am the actor. I am the writer. I am the curator of this book because I am the liver of this life and at the same time, the cut and paster of this life. Is that James Franco, Johnny Depp, Army Hammer, or Christian Bale? Um, I think James it's James Franco. Franco. I think it's I think James, James Franco. Franco. I'm the creator of this book. I think he's the he oh, would Johnny say Depp's cut never and paster. I feel like James John- Franco is like fake exa- deep this, like that. Yeah. yeah, right. Also, Johnny Depp. I don't think has written a book. So okay, James Franco. We're all in agreement. Yes. Let's see. It is James Franco. Oh, what does it say? In 2014, he published a book of poems called Directing Herbert White. Do you remember when he emailed us? Yeah. Telling us we're going to regret everything we're doing. Some yeah. Fun. We, we didn't him. ask you, James. Okay, well, James it Franco. was like James at jamesfranco.com. <laughs> I am the... Have you ever seen the Lorax? I yes. am the Lorax. Oh, I I poem number trees. three. Hello, morning. Now I see you. Because I'm awake. What was once so sweet and secure has turned out to be fake. <laughs> the options are Beyonce, Mary J. Blige, Mariah Carey, and Alicia Keys. Um, 
I Hel- hello like morning now i see you because i'm awake what was once so sweet and secure has turned out i think beyonce beyonce you think beyonce what do you think i think it's like mary j blige or alicia keys like i, I think no it's someone idea. who's like a little this more one is hard i have no idea yeah i think it's beyonce i think beyonce too okay. but i'm not positive what do you think sammy i kind of think it's mary j blige okay the answer is alicia keys oh, oh, wow. in 2004 yeah. she published a book of poems called tears for water Okay. She has such a good voice. Okay. I love her. Uh, okay. Does, does anyone, this is what bothers me about poetry. Like, I feel like you can't understand it until you, you read it the, the, the way the with point. the breaks. And then you have to like read it again and be like, what the fuck does this sentence actually mean? I, I obviously can't understand it until poetry. you read the whole thing. I have issues with Which is poetry, clearly. Okay. My turn. Oh, right. Sorry. Um, the guilt you fed me oh, wait. You don't need that. made me weak. The voodoo you did, I couldn't speak. Me. A, Paris Hilton. B, Britney Spears. C. Jessica Simpson or D. Mandy Moore. Oh my God, these Mandy are, Moore. I think it's Mandy Moore too. Yeah, because Paris Hilton isn't doing poetry. Britney Spears. Imagine she was. <laughs> no, no, she was DJ. They're poets. That makes more sense. Yeah, they're poets <laughs> of buttons. Poets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I, yeah, I guess Mandy Moore. I'd really like to. Or Jessica Simpson. Mm, yeah, maybe Jessica Simpson, but I'm gonna guess Mandy Moore. Okay, same. It's Britney Spears. Wow. She wrote this poem about her relationship with K-Fed. Oh. Interesting. Okay. It's interesting we can get the men, but we can't get the women. Because we have a very small sample size. Okay, go. Okay. Uh, Don't forget me. Now you're alongside me. You've brought luck to love. I've been hit by a truck in love. Is it Katy Perry, (laughs) Jennifer Aniston, Miranda Kerr, or Jennifer Garner? Katy Perry. I think Katy Perry. She's the didn't only. Forget, she's the only artist on here. Didn't forget me. Now you're alongside me. You've brought luck to love. I've been hit by a truck in love. Um, I don't think Miranda Kerr is writing too much poetry. I'm gonna guess Katy Perry. Jennifer. I want to choose one of the Gen- Jennifers. Didn't forget me. I don't know. Jennifer Aniston. Okay. What is the answer? What do you think? I think it's Katy Perry. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, oh wow. Look, I you got, got the it. women. I got a woman. I did not know that. What did they say? She wrote a poem called Lucky in Love when she was dating John Mayer. Interesting. The reason he why I thought it wasn't Katy Perry was because it wasn't stupid enough. <laughs> Is there anyone that that uh, John Mayer has not dated? No. Julian Assange is the this is the poem by the way (laughs) Julian Assange is the most intelligent interesting and informed man in existence yes I think he's quite sexy he has tremendous strength and stamina so vulnerable is this this a a poem poem? (laughs) is this a mix all right is is Dylan fucking with us okay Julian Assange is the most intelligent, interesting, and informed man in existence. Yes, I think he's quite sexy. He has tremendous strength and stamina, through though vulnerable. I think it's... Oh, the, an- the question... Oh, so sorry. The options are Pamela, Pamela Anderson, Naomi Campbell, Jennifer Love Hewitt, and Kim K. I think it's Naomi Campbell. I think it's Naomi Campbell, too. She's like the, she's like the she's only weird. one on here who would like make a poem about she Julian Assange. She would do Assange. it. She, like <laughs> would, she would want... I feel like she wants to be like a little... Sub- yeah. You know, subversive. Julie, it, it's yeah. not Kim... And Jennifer Love Hewitt, like, wh- what is she doing? Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't why know. Why would she come out with this poem? Yeah, she hasn't made a statement <laughs> like, in like 30 years. And suddenly Jennifer <laughs> Love Hewitt comes <laughs> out of the woodwork exactly. just to say that. So it's between Pam and Naomi. I and think it's Naomi. You guys are saying Naomi. Yeah. I'm just going to say Pam just to switch it. But I feel like you guys are right. Wow, you're really good at this. She wrote this poem called My Julian in 2017 after she was accused, after he was accused of rape. 
What? what? Is this real? Wait. She wrote this poem. Now I'm going to read again. Because, called My Julian in 2017. Pamela Anderson after he was accused. Where are these things published? Is this... Is somebody punking us? Okay, the fact that this is like... This is interesting. I, I thought that was really fun. What is happening in the world? I, I don't know. Good thing Jennifer Love Hewitt didn't do it. That is very odd. Okay, yeah. that's our show, guys. Our first show with the three of us. Let us know what you think. Email us, slappedupbetches.com. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell all of your friends that the three of us are back. We're going to be doing this more. We're going to be having so much more fun. Email us anything you want us to talk about. Um, fun games. CC Dylan. <laughs> He'll come up with the games. And... Yeah, that's going to be great. It's going to be All right. huge. All right. Bye. bye. Betches.